Hello, I'm Faye Waterman, the Conversation Curator. And today on my podcast, What's Your Superpower? I have Chiara Barbera, who is the Director and CEO of Experience Asagio. And this is Italian cooking. Now I'm going to ask Chiara, what is her superpower? But firstly, welcome Chiara. Thank you, Faye. It's wonderful to be here. I'm actually also very excited to add that um, we're beyond, we've gone beyond cooking now in the Sajjo, so it's all about capturing traditions and celebrating nonni. So we've also got, in addition to um, cooking, we've also got um, gardening and pastimes as well are our two latest categories. So, yes, it's very exciting. It's growing. And thank you for having me on today's show. I'm very excited to be here. Perfect. Now, Kiara. What do you think your superpower is or what do you think other people see you as having a superpower? What is it? I would say my superpower is connecting with nonni, with grandparents, um, specifically Italian. Um, I think I, I think also um, exploring and I think we can delve into that a little bit later but I think um, my curiosity and my my tendency to always want to explore I think that really um, connects me to um, you know grandparents um, of Italian descent um, specifically or Italian grandparents in Italy uh, because I just love listening to like their stories I grew up with four grandparents and I think they shared all of their knowledge and I think as I got older I just developed this curiosity of where they came from and um, the culture that they kind of instilled in me and um, I think as a result of that I think I'm every time I meet a grandparent I'm like oh like these pe this person must have a fascinating story like tell me about that like I want to hear all about it so yeah I, I would say that's my superpower. Your superpower is the curiosity to find out more about your Italian heritage and tradition and to share that with the world, not just yeah. with your own culture, but share that experience with the world so that they can enjoy what you do. And, I mean, the Italians, they don't just cook a meal. They cook the meal. They sit around the table they have conversation, the meal's finished or maybe the food's gone, most of the time not, but they continue that conversation. So it's bringing people around the table to reconnect because we've lost that here in Australia. Everyone is so busy and they might sit for five minutes and eat their meal and then they get up and they go and do whatever. But with, with Italians, they, they make the meal last for hours and it's a pleasure and an enjoyment. So with your superpower, you bring out that energy, you bring out that that experience, that curiosity for other people to want to experience it. And how blessed are you to have grown up with four grandparents so and nonnas that are willing to stand there while you record them and <laughs> share their magic of cooking? I think you, I, I'm incredibly blessed, but I think you really touched on something, Faye, that I didn't even realise before coming to this conversation, but I think you're right. Like, I think my superpower is um, is being able to share that as well. And I think um, that's something that I've noticed, like in my travels and, uh, you know, just even talking to people, I love being able to share 
you know, the experience that I've gone through and that's all about like, you know, love and, you know, connecting with people. And I think my favourite part about my um, nonness, because so, I lost my grandfathers when I was um, young and ever since then I've been making friends with lots of um, grandfathers, Italian grandfathers that, um, you know, that I meet. Um, and I think one of the things that I love the most about going to my nonna's house and one of the reasons I connect most with with grandparents, nonni, is um I think it's just you show you show up and that's all they want. They just want you to be there. And it doesn't matter who you are, what you do, just the fact that you're sitting there and you're giving them, you know, five minutes of your time, could be more, could be less. They're just so grateful and so appreciative. And there's nothing else. It's not, it's uncomplicated. It's just oh, thanks so much for coming over. I'm so glad that you're here. Like, oh, you want to listen to my story? I'd love to tell you about my story. And I think I really get, uh, you know, it fills my heart learning about their stories and getting them, get, seeing them so excited to be able to share their stories as well. And I think one of it, one of the things just comes down to the fact that our basic human instinct is we want to all be seen. And I think at that age, um, you know, I've noticed with my my nonnas, I think sometimes the the risk is that we think, oh, you know, they're old, they're stuck in their ways, they don't know anything. I can't, you know, the world has changed. I can't learn anything from them. And I think that's the biggest mistake we could ever make because what they've gone through in their lives is phenomenal. I None of us could ever comprehend what they've been through. And I think being able to sit down and listen to them and they're just so willing to extend their love and their stories and share. And I think it's the most beautiful thing ever. So being able to experience that is the biggest blessing that I've ever received. And I think I... I guess my my superpower I, I hope is being able to share that as much as I possibly can. I think what you've just done there is bring joy to my heart because there's lots of things there that you've said like recognizing the older community, your family, recognizing people who think they're obsolete and nobody cares about them. It's, it, it's important that we all as humans connect and, and share that empathy and that joy and that pleasure with people. And all people really want is to be recognised, as you said, and to be seen for who they are, not for what others want to see, you know, expect them to be, but to be seen as who they actually are. And that's what your nonas do for you. And they, just from what you're saying, they give you the pleasure and the joy of living life every day and having that excitement of going, seeing them and bringing a smile to their face, even if it's only for five minutes. What more can you ask for in life? You can have all the material things, you can have all the money in the world, but you can't have what you're sharing with the world, that experience. It's pretty magic. <laughs> I'd say it has to be, and I'm sorry, bloody magical. <laughs> Absolutely. And you know what, they, I think the most beautiful thing that I've observed is, uh, although that, you know, they're my nonnas and they're a little bit biased and, of course, they're going to, you know, welcome me with open arms, I've noticed that whenever I bring someone over or whenever they see someone, they do the exact same thing to everyone and I think that's so beautiful because I think sometimes as well, you know, in our busy society, we do just kind of keep walking and 
Um, I think one of the things that I always just, it baffles me is that when you go for a walk and you cross another human being and you don't even acknowledge each other, like I usually always try and say hello, but like not even a smile. I just think it's so bizarre. Whereas like they are so opposite, like they will just, just embrace them. Yesterday I had um I had someone come over um a, a journalist for um one of the Italian newspapers um here in Australia and she came over for coffee because she wanted to talk to my nonnas and hear about what's been happening with um Asaggio. And they were just so cute. Like they just embraced her and they she was like, oh what a beautiful girl and like they just make everyone feel so special. And they I think as we take the time to spend time with them and see them, they see us and it's just in a way that you're just like, wow, like it fills you up. It fills up your cup. I want my cup filled with their <laughs> joy. I'm coming. I'm inviting myself to come Please. to your nonna's house and sit down around the table and enjoy a meal they've cooked. I absolutely... You know, I think the beauty is with Asadjo and um, this is one of the things, one, one of the reasons that I got into it is because um, I really feared that, you know, I would lose all of the the traditions and um, all of the memories of my grandparents when they're no longer here. And I thought, well, this is a great way to capture them. And it's also a good excuse for me to be able to branch out to other grandparents and other Italian grandparents and, and capture their traditions and their experiences as well. But I think since I started, um, I remember one of the first quotes I read was, um, about um, it was some lots of famous people and they were talking about all like really big um, names and they were saying you know when you do what you love others will follow along and and experience that same love that you're giving it and I think that's when I was like well I love hanging out with my nonni I love you know cooking with them I love doing all sorts of things and learning from them so I said well why not capture that and share that with other people and I think the unique thing about Asajo is it really is an experience it's not just an online cooking class or you know a gardening tips and tricks blog it's it's something that really is an experience and I always say you know it's something that you have to put in your calendar you have to say okay this Saturday I'm going to just dedicate the whole morning or this Sunday afternoon I'm going to just dedicate the whole afternoon and you kind of make an appointment with yourself to really enjoy it and kind of get immersed and carried away in, in everything that we do and when I've been editing the videos I've laughed, I've looked at it and I've had like, you know, those warm fuzzy moments. And I think the beauty of it being an experience is that I can capture that kind of emotion and I can capture the dynamic between us. And it's a really um, kind of, you know, intimate, like up close and personal experience with me and my my nonnas and, and the other nonni that are grandparents that are around me. And I think it's a beautiful way to be able to capture that, but then also share it with other people. So it's one of those things that's timeless. Like we'll always have that and people will always be able to experience it as well. Experience it. And I, while you were speaking there, I was thinking uh, there'd also be that joy, but there'd be the tears of joy from, you know, when you're editing the videos and which is all the hard work, the the other parts, all the fun and the laughter and everything like that, but the joy that it gives you to be able to have those memories and you will inspire others to want to do that in their cultures, other cultures as well, I hope, because it's important that we remember our own culture and Australia is such a young young country, what cultures do we have? We have the Indigenous culture. That should be captured, you know. It, it's it's all about sharing and caring and the kindness, being kind to each other. It's not about I can do better than you or this is better than what you did, et cetera, et cetera. It's about being kind, sharing and caring 
and enjoying the moment. Yes, definitely. And it's funny about the sharing part because in Italian culture, and I'm sure it's similar in other cultures, recipes are often trade secrets. Like you can't tell anyone your family recipes because it's like in the vault and there's a little bit of um, like um, competitiveness. Like they're like, I'm not going to give you my recipe. You might make it better than I do. So um, one of the questions I got early on when I started this was, you know, like, why are you charging it? Why don't you just do it for free? And I, I said to them, I said, you know what? I said, I could definitely do it for free. But I said, these are my stories these aren't my traditions and I think if you don't put a value on that and monetary value people don't give it the worth that it deserves and my um all of the the grandparents all of the nonni that are involved so far they've all shared beautiful stories as we've gone along and I really I'm kind of like their little annoying shadow because I'm like oh like how did you do that why do you do that when did you do that when was the first time you did it and some of them always laugh like I don't remember I don't know why we do it we just do it like that (laughs) so it's it's funny and I think the, the the message that I keep trying to reinforce everyone is that you know of course we can do this for free but the point is that it's not going to continue if you do it for free because you need to you know if you believe in something you need to sustain it and the only way to sustain that in this day and age is with money unfortunately so or fortunately whichever way you look at it so I think the the kind of the thing that I always say to them is you know these aren't my my things to give away for free. I, I'm very privileged and blessed that my nonni that I've involved so far have been so willing to to do it. And I, I will admit some of them have been a bit like, oh, I don't know about that. And then I show them and then they're like, oh, okay, yeah, no, 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 I'm comfortable with that. So I think the whole point is, is like, it's not something that you can just give away. And I think by putting a monetary value on it, it kind of reinforces the fact that, you know, these aren't mine. These are kind of, it's I have a privilege to be able to share them and I want other people to also recognize that there's a value to it as well and it also keeps keeps it going and it keeps ex- helping to expand more recipes more traditions more nonni so yeah and I think that's so true I mean we do tend to put a value on things we get for free if we pay for it we value it more than what we do if it's just given to us and I think traditions and cultures and your nonas and their stories are very valuable, not just to them, but the family, the generations to come. You know, it's a legacy. It's passing on that legacy to to the next generation and the next generation adding to that and passing that on to the next. And, And that's what it's all about. It's about when you share a story of somebody's life starting from when they were young and they share that story right through up until where they are now, the value and the the joy. And sometimes, you know, when you're talking to someone and they're sharing those stories, they don't recognise themselves as having that value until they actually think about it once they've said it and you make a comment and they then say, oh, well, I, you know, I just thought it's just what you did and it is just what you do at the time. But it's a tradition and and it's something that needs to be recorded and put somewhere so that the history is carried on through families and that history not only adds to families, but it adds to the country, the culture and everything else. So 
your experiencing Asagio is uh, magical. Your superpower is, I see your superpower as being a couple of things. And it's, it's that willingness, that curiosity to want to take that information, that knowledge, those skills, the wisdom of your nonas and passing on that tradition so the whole world can experience it. That's beautiful. Thank you, Faye. It, it's an, and it's such a brilliant point that you raised about the culture as well because I really thought about that and I thought, well, if we don't have our nonni anymore and they don't do the traditions that you used to do, come on volta, we say, which is, means once upon a time, it actually dilutes the culture because all of the the stereotypical Italian things that people have in their minds and that you see, you know, in movies and all that kind of stuff, that's that's my like that's my nonni's generation like that's what they do so the other thing I was like well if we don't capture these like what's going to happen to the culture it will be diluted it won't be you know as strong and as proud as as they are and I think the uniqueness of you know me growing up in Australia and living in Australia is that these traditions and the culture has kind of been preserved in a little time capsule. And I think it's been heightened and strengthened even more because that was all they had. They had, they only had their traditions and their kind of culture that they knew and that they kind of like put that in a little bubble and they really kind of fed it and grew it and made sure that that was kind of what tied us back to their roots. And then in consequence, that's also become our roots as well, because when I go there, and I, and I think it's also because I'm the oldest grandchild on both sides, so I had the most nonni time out of um, all of my cousins. And I think um, when I go there, I'm like, oh, wow, like, okay, like, I understand. Like, I really do feel that that's where my my roots are, purely because there's been that kind of explosion of, um, of culture in such a, a small kind of bubble. And I think the, the difference between, you know, Australian culture and, and our culture, I think that makes it even more heightened because you're like, oh my gosh, this is so different. So then when you find yourself in a place where they do the same things and it is the same culture, you kind of feel a little bit more um, at home. So I think that also kind of fostered my ability to kind of look at it from an outsider's perspective, but also have that kind of insider's insight as well. Mm. And it's bringing people together. And I think that's what's needed now in, in, in every culture and every country is bringing people together and sharing and caring and showing a kindness that hasn't been shown for a long time because everyone's so busy. They're wrapped up in their own little worlds and they forget traditions until they're lost and and you can't get them back once they're lost. So carrying on that tradition, it doesn't matter whose tradition it is, someone somewhere is going to appreciate it and when they stumble upon it and they may stumble upon it, then they will go, wow, and embrace it. And that's what life is all about, embracing tradition, embracing kindness and mm. and the love of life, embrace yes. the love of life. We have yes. one life. We have what we are in right now, the present moment, and that's all we have. The future is in the past. The, the past is in the past and the future, we have no idea what it will bring. So yeah. the present moment 
the experience of Asagio right now, which we are going to experience by a cooking session together. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. And I'm not saying any more, but you will see it. And understanding that bring families together, bring them back together instead of segregating and, you know, everyone is very busy. That's all I can say. I think families need to come together on a regular basis to embrace what they have and what's kind of being lost along the way. But even simply like loved ones, like, you know, even if it's like, um, you know, your friends, like you want to treat them to like a nice dinner or you want to do something a little bit fun. Like I got my girlfriends together and I said, you know, um, we, we're all catching up and I said, well, how about we do an Asada experience instead of, you know, just sitting down and talking or, you know, just getting takeaway or whatever we, we normally do when we all get together. Um, and, you know, and that like it's it's just something that's a little bit different as a little bit, as something that's, you know, something that unites people and, and brings that whole kind of like preparation and then you eat it together and there's like a whole other satisfaction to it as well it's it's pretty awesome and and like going back to your point about you know having them being lost as well but when it's too late there's nothing you can do there was um a, a friend of mine and he there um him and his partner are from Italy they're here now in um, Australia and he's um his background is Sicilian so when he found out what I was doing he was super excited because his grandparents are also Sicilian um and he said to me he's like oh he's like I wish I knew you sooner because my nonna made these biscuits and I try everyone I know have tried to make these biscuits but none of them have been able to make them like my nonna and we don't know what she did but it was we just can't it doesn't never turns out how she made them we follow the recipe we do all of that but it's never the same and and it was funny because I said well that's exactly why I'm, I'm doing videos because you know it's never the same and when you actually record them doing it you're like ah that's what they did like that's their little like hand of it you know that's how they do that thing or that's how much salt they put in that's how much olive oil so I think it's um it's a it's a good way to be able to not regret, you know, missing out on those recipes. But you know, we might not appreciate it as much now. But I know that you know, in future, I don't even want to think about it. But when they're no longer with us, at least that way, we'll always have that, you know, that recipe or that memory and be like, oh, that's how our nonna made that, and we can always remember that. It's the joy, the memory, yes. the joy. Yeah, and even like the kindness part. So like, um, there's a recipe on um on. Uh, experience asadjo and it's um savoyardi and it's like the um i think they're called sponge biscuits you know the ones that you use to make tiramisu oh yes yeah so my nonna makes them um like just as normal biscuits um and they come out a little bit different to the ones that you buy in the shop obviously but they're so amazing they're just like a simple kind of um biscuit and um obviously we use it to make tiramisu sometimes as well but even just like in a nice cup of coffee over morning it's just beautiful so um <laughs> in one of in her introduction video nonalina she talks about how her whole life she's it's always about you know being generous and being kind and she makes these biscuits and she gives them to her neighbors she gives she has these like her little tupperware containers with um alfoil and she wraps up her little biscuits in them and every time she bakes she loves to bake she always is just giving people and giving and giving and giving and I think it's beautiful to be able to share that because then my hope is then people will watch that and go oh I want to do that as well like I'm going to start baking and giving it to my neighbor or you know giving it to my loved ones mm, mm. So, Kiara, your superpower is what? Wow, I feel like we've covered it so much. I, I think my superpower is um is that kind of 
the ability to really immerse myself in the culture and in the same time sharing that experience that I cherish with with other people and showing them the the magic of connecting with the older generations connection connection Connection. Mm, yes bringing people together and reconnecting so connection the joy and the love of such a beautiful experience and food brings people together thank you Kiara for such a wonderful conversation and looking at and experiencing the joy of your your nonas your culture the culture that we can all share in and the love that you portray for your nonas and portray for your culture is just wonderful so thank you Faye, thank you. It's always such an absolute pleasure chatting with you and conversing with you. So thank you. And I wish you all the best for this podcast. It's amazing what you're doing. Thank you. I'm Faye Waterman and this has been What's Your Superpower, the podcast. And I'll be back. Bye for now.